Hello and welcome to episode 8 of, of Muggles and Mudblood with me, Kathy Wickman, and I am, of course, here with the always red-haired... Um, it's pink. Hi. Mona everyone. Musa. <laughs> it's me. What's up? Sorry about that. Got our hair wrong. Whatever. Um... Anyway, today we're I talking about today we are talking about the eighth chapter of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, the Potions Master, where we get our first introduction to lessons at Hogwarts, which is fantastic. Among other things, transfiguration, history of magic, potions, and much more. It's going to be great. And of course, we are now introducing the rant of the week part of this episode as well. So we're going to be doing rants every now and then about different things that irritate us that we don't want to dedicate the entire episode to, to discussing. Without further ado, Mona, is the time already? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Harry and Ron wake up. They go down to get breakfast and they have an amazing breakfast. They go and then the classes start, which is really interesting. And you go to a bunch of different classes. History of magic is really, really boring. Um, Transfiguration is impressive. They can't turn a match into a needle, which I don't get why they have matches in the Wizarding World. That's stupid. Then they go to go and have their last breakfast on Friday, get a potions class with Snape. He bullies Harry, ignores Hermione, and then have tea with Hagrid. And Hagrid is the best. That's that's pretty well done. So so one thing that kind of stood out to me here in this chapter is that like what is the most like English grandparent thing to do? What is? Invite your like children to tea, like grandchildren to tea, like yeah. Hagrid isn't like the big like the father uncle figure. Hagrid's the fucking grandfather figure. Because <laughs> we discussed this last oh week, right? God. Hagrid's in yeah. his eighties. Oh my god, I keep forgetting. Sorry, seventies. Sorry. That. Like the the man is gonna be like. He's a grandfather. He doesn't behave like it. He's a quirky, weird old man, but he's still, you know, he is old enough. Like he was in his like so. If he's in his like late sixties, seventies, you know, he's like within a few years of Voldemort, right? Um, that means he was maybe like sixty, six. Let's say he's sixty now. Voldemort's like seventy. He died. So that means like he he's old enough to have been like parent to Harry's parents. Ew. Like, but, Hag- okay. Dis- like, disregard Hagrid's age. It's still something nice to do to Harry. Like, of, of you know, course. he, he's, he's like, you know, taking care of him like a, like a fatherly figure, I, I guess. But yeah, but I'm, I'm also know. thinking, I'm also thinking here that like, this is the kind of spot where we have, we have Hagrid, um, like thinking about Fred and George Weasley, about uh, about them being the really really troublesome students at Hogwarts, mm-hmm. but who's who's thinking about us well because he had to deal with the Marauders. Mm-hmm. It's like Hagrid a, a decade, a decade and a half earlier was dealing with the Marauders and J- James and Sirius and Remus and Peter and their shenanigans, and has like a direct comparison to. The Weasley twins. Um, yeah. Which is like, it could be a pretty funny, like, head canon of like Hagrid accidentally calling uh, Fred Remus or something like that because, like, <laughs> they're just fucking about in the same way. Um, so, officially, 
part of my personal headcanon now. Whoa! Yay! <laughs> so, okay, what were we going to discuss when it comes to muggle-borns and witches and wi- um, muggles this, this, this chapter? Um, we can talk about the fact that they kept getting lost every single day. Yes. Around Hogwarts. Like, um, hello, can't there be any, like some sort of map or something that they just see and know where the way is instead of getting lost until, you know, end of the week, Friday, mm. Harry and Ron managed to find the, um, the dining like, hall, whatever hall it you was. Could have, you could have a remember all that you lit up red whenever you walked the wrong way because you've forgotten your path. Yeah. Or like, you know, like almost like you're in an airplane, you know, and it's dark at night and they, they've got like lights where you're supposed to walk they could do that and be like yeah this light is for this place this light is for that place or a freaking map how hard is it uh apparently not that hard because a couple third years made one bum 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 marauders reference number two um oh oh yeah so yeah that's that's a really uh good point i think that hogwarts like harry and ron getting lost like this is a feature in the movie when they they burst in the door to McGonagall's um, classroom and are like, thank God she's not here. And then she transfigures <laughs> into a cat, into a human, which is a great scene, by the way. It really points like to that you can't find your way in a castle where the stairs move. Like, give the kids a bloody map. Like, Harry and Ron, it's mentioned in this chapter, the first time they make it to breakfast, breakfast without getting lost is the Friday a week in and they can finally find their way to the breakfast hall but honestly i relate to them big time yeah with a sense of direction shit exactly so like well even if i use a map google maps um any sort of map or someone tells me directions i would get lost so i do feel how they feel but you get lost walking up the train uh yeah just don't mention that. No, I that that was that was in the past. I don't get lost anymore. And so. now we have this episode's embarrassing fact about Mona. Da, 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 da. Oh, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it, it could also be that like Harry and Ron just have an abysmal sense of direction. Do they though? I don't think so. I don't think this is like anything we've discussed otherwise in the books. Like Harry and Ron should have a fairly decent sense. Of, sense of direction. Apparently Ron has a great memory for random shit, like how to say <laughs> open and partial tongue, but but they can't find their bloody way down. It doesn't look that hard. Um, also, couldn't you find the other Gryffindors? Like, there's other Gryffindors yeah. walking to the Great Hall. Where's Hermione? Exactly. She's already there. The troll hasn't shown up. She doesn't, they don't <laughs> like her yet. But obviously okay, she has her. already made her own map. Yeah. Which would be the most Hermione thing to do. But but then, like, also at the same time, the excitement and, like, the nervousness of being at Hogwarts could take a toll on them, hence why they get lost. Like True. I have a bit of a speculation thing here. Uh, Slytherins, mm-hmm. easy time finding the way because it's just up the staircase from the dungeons, right? It's fairly straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. Hufflepuffs, no man left behind. Um, the Hufflepuffs go as a group because everyone deserves food. Uh, the Ravenclaws obviously memorize the way first day because, you know, nerds. nerds. Um, 
<laughs> like me. Um, and Gryffindors are like, you know what? We'll go on an adventure. Let's hope we find our way there eventually. And they just like, it's this way. And then they just get lost. Um, so let's blame it on Gryffindors. It's their issue now. Um, sure. But then, but then that also makes me teeny tiny bit Gryffindor because I do that. Oh no! Oh You're no! A griffin, griffin, uh, no, griffin. I'm, I'm a sub. I'm a, I'm a Slytherin for life. You're a Slytherdor. Slytherin. Ew! <laughs> no, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Um, it's like Slytherclaw I'm... and Ravenpuff and. All ew! Those... Ew! Ew! Shut up! Shut up! No, they don't work. That's just offensive. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. You heard it here first, guys. Dual house shit is not okay. Stop it. No, um, no. You do you. If you like being a dual house person, you do that. Um, we won't. We won't make too much of fun of it. But yeah, um, there's a lot of things that can be done to make like the experience of first getting to Hogwarts much, you know, easier. Um, and they've yeah. been doing this for a century, uh, like a millennia, like nearly a thousand years. They've had a school running. They should be able to get this shit done by now. Um, like- the castle. They, they they can do like a welcome package with a map, do's and don'ts, like basic <laughs> stuff. So then everyone would know what they're supposed to do and where they're supposed to go and how to get there. Yeah. Like, like a basic with, explanation of everything. Yeah. With your course plan, you know, like you have like, a yeah. little, you know, this is, these are classes. These are when you have them. This is the map of Hogwarts with no moving people and no secret passages. <laughs> Which is why exactly, they have the Mother yeah. Otters map instead. I mean, Which, when 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 we first joined Stockholm University here in Sweden, we did there. There's maps everywhere. There's like a map online. There's arrows everywhere to tell you where to go. Why can't they do that? Hogwarts. Also, campus isn't gigantic at Stockholm University. To be fair. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking. I'm comparing a real life situation to. Yeah. Also, it's more logical than a castle. Anyway, um, (laughs) this actually brings me to a different thing, a different speculation here, and that is that it's just basically Harry's fault. But why? Because Harry's great at getting stuff and then putting it at the bottom of his suitcase and forgetting about it. Like the mirror he got from Sirius. The reason Sirius is dead. Like, he he gets this mirror from Sirius. Like, you know, if you ever want to get in touch with me, just up with the mirror and I'll be there. It's the way Aberforth on Dumbledore finds them in Malfoy Manor in book seven. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a big spoiler alert because I don't even know about it. As, yeah. as I said before, I'm, I'm basically reading the books all over again as if I've never read them. Yeah. So um, another th- option here, of course, is that Harry um, Harry left it in his suitcase and never took it out again, and just didn't think to check that if it was a map among his list of coursework, which there could have been, uh, because Harry's an idiot. He yeah, is... but then Ron could have used his. Ron's an idiot too. Oh, for fuck's sakes, probably. Okay, fair enough. It's Harry, it's Hermione Granger, the two boys she saved seven times. 
Yeah, seven is apparently magic number that I had no idea about, but seven times. Yeah, you'll be a great guest on Podless podcast, by the way. You know, <laughs> like you're you are the least nerdy Harry Potter nerd I've ever met. Like, come on, Mona, come on. Yeah, okay. I know general Harry Potter stuff. I know some stuff, but I don't know that those like like itty bitty details. Like, um, before we started recording uh we, we were talking about the the newspaper article that harry found uh at hagrid's i was like what is this what happened and then it turns out it's a big thing that i did not know about yeah so on reddit.com the title for this book the harry potter and the philosopher's stone book is hermione great and the time i use the power of research and deductive reasoning to make sure harry didn't die okay which is like true because in this in this chapter, Harry tries to force his way into the third floor corridor. Okay, this is going to be a dumb question. What's the third floor corridor? Where like the the one that's off limits, like the you know Fang and oh yeah the, yeah yeah the trap yeah. door and um you know Dumbledore saying the third floor corridor. It's off limits to all of those who do not want to die a very gruesome and horrible death. Mm-hmm. Well done, Harry and Ron. <laughs> anyway, um, let's not turn this pe- podcast into um, me bashing Harry and Ron too much, <laughs> because it, it seems to be turning out to be like that. Uh, sorry. So sorry. Not at all intentional. Um, let's talk classes, which is going to be interesting as well. Um, we have History of Magic. We have... Herbology, we have potions, transfiguration, and defense against the dark arts. Woohoo! Where do we start? Uh, defense from dark arts. Oh, we also have charms. Oh, yeah. Flickwick. Oh, no, transfiguration. That's That one's important. Let's talk about that one. Okay, so in this one, we have the transfiguration of the match to the needle which only Hermione somewhat gets, which is, you know, interesting. In no, movie, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a surprise because it's Hermione. Yeah, of course. The most yeah. talented witch in her age. Um, but also the fact that in the books, in the, sorry, in the movie, we see them practicing on, <clears throat> they're doing, they're transfiguring animals to objects. So, for example, Ron is, uh, given the task of transforming transforming scabbers into a goblet. Yeah, I remember. And then it was a goblet with a tail that was wriggling yeah. round. So, so my, my, my question here really is that is scabbers behaving in the transfiguration of scabbers, the transfiguration of a rat or the transfiguration of a human and rat form because sure you know it's fairly impressive for first year to transfigure a rat into sorry a rat into a goblet so advanced magic mm-hmm. and ron is doing fairly well if it's a human yeah so many things can go wrong but also very impressive magic on ron's part if he's transfiguring a human into a a goblet that's you know like moody level um 
white ferret yeah. kind of thing, you know. Never point a one at somebody behind their back kind of thing, you know. Mm. But I love Moody and all his forms, even the body cap couch form, even though he has some issues there as well. Mm-hmm. Massive issues. Massive. Oh, no. Um, what else can we discuss here? We have the... We have Flitwick falling from his, his stool in Charms. Wait, wait, wait. No, I forgot something important. Yeah. The fact that they use matches at Hogwarts, where a place yeah. you don't need freaking matches. Yeah, like, why do they have those? I, some, by now, like, I don't even know what is happening. Like, why? It doesn't make sense. And also, like, um, you could use toothpicks, maybe, because, but, you know, why would you have those? You can just Actually, you know what? Toothpicks are a good idea. I do not want anybody pointing wands at their mouth. <laughs> it's a really fucking bad idea. <laughs> that could go wrong big time. Like, leave pointing wands at body parts to train professionals. Or like they have a magical gum. You know, the Weasley twins invent a magical gum to fix your teeth every night so you don't have to, you know, do any um, weird magic. Seems, sure. seems like a way too useful invention for the Weasley twins, though. I would not be surprised. Yeah. I think they'd be more interested in making it a prank thing. But yeah, the yeah. Um, Weasley Wizard Weezes presents the Fizzy Flosser. Floss your teeth and enjoy the fizz. <laughs> oh. oh, God. <laughs> um, no. Mm-mm. Yes. They would do that. Or at least the one that's alive. <laughs> Spoiler. Sorry, it's like guys. Not, it's like by now I need the spoiler alert. It's not not even you guys. It's like me. It's like, oh. yeah. One of them is holy, and the other one is dead. Um, which is also the perfect sign that somebody's alright if they're joking about getting hurt. They're fine. Um, <laughs> so. One thing I want to get into here is history of magic. Mm-hmm. And history of magic is taught by Professor Bins, who is literally a ghost. Um, yeah. I did not know about that. Like, just, I like, didn't know. Died and got up and went to, went to class again, which is like yeah. weird. Because Ever thought, so casually. Yeah. But I thought like you'd have to make a conscious decision to be a ghost and not just like, nope. Time to get up again. I've got class. Just very, very odd experience. Um, yeah. I mean, may, maybe like while he was alive, as in like physically alive, he was like, yeah, if I die, I'm going to be a ghost. And then it just happened. Maybe. Or is it was specific? Or is it was just like specific people that could happen? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, we're going to have to go into this ghost thing a bit more. Ghosts are weird. Yeah. Also, if you get murdered, wouldn't you like want to get, be a ghost and just haunt the person who killed you to, until they di- until they die? I I would like go go on about with my life and prank people and just enjoy it. Well, for that you'd have to be a poltergeist, or you know, true. Also, that'd be a pretty bad like result if you kill someone that pisses you off and then like they become a poltergeist and just follow you around and fuck with you for the rest of your life. That'd be that'd be a very <laughs> interesting experience. <laughs> Like, oh no! That, you done fucked up, son. It's like, li- 
it's like taking taking it literally it's like it's haunting you for life oh yeah that yeah literally it's like you're never gonna sleep again (laughs) oh god that would be my worst nightmare. See, murder should be a really, you know, unusual crime in the Wizarding Wizard World for this kind of reason, because, you know, it'd be a really, really bad idea, because they can just come back and haunt you. And also, they could also, you know, come back and tell on you. Yeah, okay, but the question is, can everyone come back as a ghost? I think it's an individual decision, so yes. We have this discussion with Harry and nearly headless, headless Nick after... Sirius Black dies in books five. That I don't know. But, you know, will he come back as a ghost? And and Nick says, you know, he's Mm. not the kind of person that would. Yeah, I mean, then I guess it depends on the person or the decision that you make before you die. It's like, what if you die? What if you die all of a sudden Mm. you haven't made your decision if you want to be a ghost or not? I guess you maybe go to that place that Harry went when he got killed by Voldemort. Harry? Yeah, when he dies in the forest. Harry dies? Well, Voldemort, you know, he sacrifices himself and then Voldemort, in effect, kills the Harry Potter part of him in, sorry, the Horcrux in Harry. And then Harry decides not not to die and stays alive. And then he, you know, Expelliarmus. I'm like, I'm not dead. Ta-da. Dude, he doesn't actually die. He goes into like this void for a few minutes. Oh my god. And talks talks to Dumbledore. Oh my god. Okay, I don't know anything about that. Oh god. Oh my god. This is gonna be a fun trip for you guys. <laughs> Just listening to Mona discover random shit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'll keep a tally next time with like the things that I don't know or the things that blow my mind and be like spoiler alert. Well, yeah. Welcome to the Half Potterless <laughs> podcast. Sorry, no. Um, my Schubert, you're amazing. We love you. He is most likely not listening. He has way too much stuff to do with the recording of the latest recordings of the Potterless podcast, which are great, by the way. And if you haven't heard that yet, go check it out. I think just. We have to round off here, though, unfortunately. But before we end, I just want to mention that, number one, um, why are you starting with the Goblin Rebellions and History of Magic? That's not where you start. Come on, people. Like, start with something more relevant. Um, you know, modern magical history, maybe. You know, the Voldemort shit of it all. Um, or like Grindelwald, which would have been great. Or maybe the founding of Hogwarts. Not a Goblin Rebellion, because, sure, you want to focus on that. Number two, the fact that Quirrell's entire office smells of garlic. <laughs> yeah. Which is fantastic. And his turban might be stuffed with it too, which makes me even happier because that means Voldemort had to suffer through about a year of just constant, like, rotting garlic smell, uh, which is the greatest torture ever. Oh my God, yes. Or it's just Voldemort that smells. Either way, I am happy Voldemort suffered. Could can Voldemort smell? I don't know. Okay, I'll, his nose does still exist, so. I, I thought that would be a dumb question, but apparently not. Thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for the revolution discussion of can Voldemort smell? It is <laughs> chapter nine of Harry Potter 
and the Philosopher's Stone, which is called, I can't remember the name, ta-da! The Midnight Door. I've got it. Beat you to it. Which is also a really goddamn one. Anyway, <laughs> tune in next week for us to discuss, and this is unfortunately a joke because we're not discuss- discussing this. This is going to be a waste of time. Whether or not Voldemort can smell. If we can Google ourselves, Google ourselves to an answer, we will tell you if he can or cannot smell. And we, I promise to tweet at J.K. Rowling. <laughs> that little turf. Um, until then, please do enjoy your, your weekend. Have a great week. And we're back with you on Saturday. Woohoo! Bye.